Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, folks, let's see if we remember how to do this. Uh, welcome back to Who's On Worst, uh, your home for hot takes on cold, cold baseball movies um, on the D-Rays Bay Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ashley McLennan. With me, as always, my co-host, Darby Robinson, and our wonderful intrepid producer, Brett Rutherford. Uh, as we are recording this episode, I don't know when it will go live. We are nearing the festive holiday season. And I don't know about you guys, but nothing says festive holiday season quite like a Hallmark movie. And I know for me, my mom and I watch them all, um, and I'm not uh, not exaggerating that. We watch pretty much every single one that gets released in a year. Um, they all have pretty much the exact same plot. They all feature about the same 15 actors. And uh, I am, in fact, in the process of writing one. So, um, you know, if, you're, if you go consume enough of anything, you feel like you can try your hand at it. So um, I think of the three of us, I'm probably the best versed in the lore of Hallmark, which will shock nobody, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but we decided to try something a little different for our baseball movie this week. And we picked a Hallmark original not a Christmas movie, called Perfect Catch. And Darby, why don't you tell us a little bit about the film? Yes. Yeah, so I do think even though, because there's not really that many or any that I can think of that are baseball Christmas movies since baseball doesn't happen during Christmas and there's no winter meetings movie. Well, this movie has a flexible understanding of the baseball season, but we'll talk about that. That also, that also works. But yes, it is Hallmark, so that is that is Christmas. And, uh, and I, I am going to definitely lean heavily on you to, to answer maybe some questions larger about the Hallmark cinematic universe and in general. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a quaint, it is a film. It is a movie. It's got a beginning, middle and end <laughs> and it's coherent. You know, so that's more I will than we say can that, that some other movies. We've it's watched. like sailing over the Ed bar already yep. by not, making me physically ill at least the romance subplot in this makes sense uh it does somewhat but it's at least everybody's of the right uh mind and uh, yeah so uh this film does not have a uh rotten tomato score so I don't think they review it was not well liked by the audience score um but again i feel like if you're judging this it's more i would have to judge this less on theatrical release and more on like against other hallmarks that's how i usually grade my hallmarks it's like its own little yeah factor i'm gonna i'm curious i'm gonna look at the letterbox the description is very brief because really there's not much plot here anyway there's a lot of plot threads but there's not really much plot it's so the description uh or synopsis of the film is a single mother reinvents her struggling diner while spending time with a former high school boyfriend who's now a superstar baseball player. Um, full disclosure, I have a very funny tie into this. I've written a book called Perfect Catch. 
um, which is a baseball romance novel about a baseball player and a single mother. Um, it is that's where the the kind of the, it, I was about to say is this are you announcing a lawsuit right no. now? Are we are <laughs> no, we going to take uh, them the, down? The similarities end there because in mine uh, it, that's the other thing. It's it's kind of stupid because in this one it's a perfect catch, but he's a pitcher um i get what they were going for but in mine at least he was a catcher um which i feel like made far more sense um no uh subtle nod if you want to read a baseball romance novel about a um minor league umpire that is my heroine and who does work in a diner though amusingly enough um minor league umpire i think that's a law right yeah um (laughs) named alice and a uh an aging and struggling at bat catcher named alex um, and she got burned once previously by a relationship with a, a young superstar player and ended up with a kid. And that's why she doesn't trust or date baseball players, mm. but naturally falls in love with one. So, um, you know. So obviously way more depth in this than what we watched for this podcast. Already. Significantly yeah. more. Yeah. Uh, not to toot my own horn, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Darby, your description is pretty much it. Um, when we kind of open in the movie, we see Jessica, our erstwhile heroine, um, struggling with her cafe, not a lot of clients coming in. Uh, her grandfather owned it, so obviously it's a family thing that she wants to keep running. She's got an eight-year-old son that is on the school little league team, and he sucks. Oh, he's bad. He's, like, we'll, very we'll, bad. We'll get into that more later, because... Uh, the number of times I had to hear our our main character Chase uh, declare he's a natural, uh, to which I left many notes on my phone that said he is clearly not a natural. Um, but I think we can get over at the beginning that this is not a baseball movie. Um, baseball, I think, in, this is a hundred. This is a one hour twenty minute movie, very rapid fire, quick, quick movie. Um, I think baseball exists in this movie for perhaps 20 of those minutes and 16 of that is little league coaching. So it's um, if you're going into this thinking, Hey, you know, I can appease my significant other who loves a good rom-com and I can get a little baseball out of it. My friend, may I introduce you to fever pitch, which we have already talked about and you will enjoy significantly more. Uh, this is not the movie for you. Uh, if you are a romance movie lover who also loves baseball, this movie will offend you <laughs> in several ways. Um, it is definitely not the worst thing we've ever seen, but if you're going into it hoping kind of that it's going to pump you up and make you think about baseball and be in any way accurate about baseball, uh, there are three things that I can give you off the top that will explain to you how that is not the case. They never mentioned the World Series by name. They will simply tell you that Chase gave up a Grand Slam in Game 7 of the series um, several times. Um, when Chase finally does get a new club, oh, spoiler alert, um, he's struggling to find a new club in the offseason. And when he finally finds one, uh, it's in Southern California. It never elaborates more. It's always Southern California. That's all. Even when he's making his little list, it's SoCal. Yes, yes um, SoCal. So you never find out if it's Los Angeles. I mean, here's the thing that kills me about this, though. So he, it's technically one of the Los Angeles teams or San Diego. Realistically speaking, I think by process of elimination, it has to be the Angels because they talk about going to see him play in Cleveland. I did the math in my head. 
She's like, we can go up to see see him play in Cleveland because when he'll be on the road. So he gets an offer from the Angels. We'll talk about that more at the end. Not as many great beaches there, if anybody's been to, because while they have Los Angeles in their name, they live, they're actually located about 40 minutes south in Anaheim, which is just a Disney suburb. Uh, So, but but they do condo maintenance pro and con list on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Can we just, I'm going to skip ahead to that pro con list because I did write down. I feel like just so if you guys are listening to this, we're just going to get a roll with this. I don't think it's going to have our, our standard format. I think we're just going to. So I will say this. Okay. Finding this movie is very difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, We did find it on uh, archive.org, which is like, I guess Um, like a internet version of like the library of Congress, I guess. I know the U S because obviously I'm in Canada. I know U S patrons can get a hallmark app um and i think with the hallmark app or the hallmark program you might be able to stream this if you have that if you are in canada using one of the formats where i watch it on i watch it legally i watch my hallmark movies legally using stack tv which is uh basically how we get cable on through amazon prime um so prime hosts all of the hallmark movies for us um, but it didn't have this one, so I did have to watch it. There is a, if you're super curious after listening to this, you can find edited versions of it on um, YouTube. There are versions that kind of like are either on and on Espanol or are mm-hmm. um, cut the beginning quite significantly and have weird like formatting changes to the size. So really depends on how gung-ho, the, but the archive option is the best, I think. It's only downside, and I did notice the person that posted it for for educational purposes. So this, and we are nothing but if not an educational podcast. Absolutely. The it does have it, it does make watching it because there's a couple of segments. Um, the beginning has like music uh, that's copyrighted that they took out, but they still keep the um, action um, sound and dialogue. So it's just stripping out the music track, and then later on there is a montage of getting uh, ready the the diner with it's a musical montage that they take the music out and so you you get this hilarious and it's actually I think improved the viewing because there's this almost hilariously cursed just like people moving a chair and just talking in like quick bursts in between the montage but with no with just dead silence no music and then just occasionally like scuffing of shoes yeah like placing a, a like a it's the it's very like what's happening this is so weird and awkward and a, a little avant-garde so i i kind of i was i was sad to learn that that was not the original it's one. like watching a sitcom where they take the laugh track out like mm-hmm, it's a real mm-hmm. like inside scoop as to what those those montages look like without any kind of upbeat music um okay so the the bare bones of the story here is we have our heroine jessica running her hometown diner she's never left her small town but her you know small town husband has certainly left her with her kid and he never shows up for things and he's terrible um her high school boyfriend is the worst baseball name i've ever heard in my life i had to make a note his first name chase is fine of the utleys we've heard more than enough chases for that to be believable but his last name was appalling i had to make a note of it um his last name is Tainer, T-A-Y-N-O-R, not Taylor, not Trainer, 
container because that's that is the worst that is it's so uncomfortable to say it is really unpleasant on the tongue tainer um so tanner would be a much better name but yeah chase tanner chase tanner's like a right-handed reliever that throws 96 with a wipeout slider so chase best i can tell is i believe a starting pitcher although for him to give up a grand slam in the bottom of the the game the seven the game game. seven um (laughs) he might just be a shitty reliever it's hard to say um and he was playing for boston just boston no team name uh there there was jerseys of some kind i think they might have actually just been called bean town it's really hard to tell (laughs) i wasn't paying close enough attention um so he gives up massive grand slam um and his his days are numbered in the majors basically which is uh sure sure you gotta have a guy you trust in the bottom of the ninth enough that's what i was thinking right yeah he he's he has no other scandals no other seeming issues he's clearly still in his 30s can still throw but no after this nobody will touch him he's at the end of his career with this team in boston and now he's waiting to hear from his his agent and his his girlfriend his model girlfriend has run off and his agent's like why don't you just lay low and so Chase decides to return to his small town for reasons unknown, because that's the best place to lay low, uh, as opposed to in his mansion somewhere with nobody else around. And he reconnects with his high school girlfriend. He has to deal with some issues with his parents who are like, yeah, thanks for the money and the things, uh, but it would sure be nice to see our son sometimes. Um, meanwhile, his agent is no Scott Boras and is doing nothing to get this guy anything because I'm sorry. If you're a reliever who was just in the World Series, you're getting a minor league offer at least. At very least. Or, or you're at least working out for teams in the offseason. Yes, like, he would be doing is... some kind of, like, showcase. His only like... baseball that he was, like, doing at this time, or really anything physical that we saw, was playing with an eight-year-old in, like, jeans <laughs> yeah. and a shirt he got at H&M. Like, yeah. that was his, his wardrobe in his... I guess gearing up for it was apparently close to spring training. So spring training had started. Okay, there you go. When he gets pulled over, he's like, "Spring training started without me." But on that note, my favorite line in all of this, he's going and he's saying that because this is somewhere east coasty or like midwesty. Ohio, I I think. Ohio, yeah, because they talk about going to Cleveland. So this is somewhere where winter is existing. Um, Just as a, a side note. Um, and he's like, yeah, spring training has started without me. And then there's a scene where he and Jessica are walking together in the rain and they're running to get out of the rain. And he says, and I quote, what is it they say about April showers? And I'm like, good, sir. If you were worried about the season starting without you, we have something to talk about because the season she done started. It's yeah, it's already there. Um, I, I have a big problem. One of very much in this film i have a big problem with you have the the name the perfect catch you have the idea of this guy having like an embarrassing moment in game seven of the world series and then everybody brings it up and he's like uh you know and it's haunting him a little bit right why is he not a position player a player that can make a catch and in this situation what if it's like a Bill Buckner situation, right? He has a bad error or he drops a ball 
right? And then it's like, oh, it's like the a double hunter meaning. over the outfield fence, not catching the grand slam. Yeah. And it's, and he doesn't make the catch. But then in the end, when he decides to give up his baseball career, which we will definitely have to get to, because that whole ending is like in the rushiest way possible. Just the wrapping least understanding up of the concept of how baseball jobs work, but okay. A hundred percent. That's the only part of the baseball part we can really talk about because the other is just him throwing to a child and him, the child missing badly. But like, it, it would make everything else, there's nothing about him being a pitcher, it matters. Does That doesn't matter in this film. So make him a position player that drops a ball embarrassingly. It's such, and it's so easy to film, gets, it's so easy like, to Like the do. yips because of it, right? Like he- and that's why he's not getting a deal. He can't yeah. catch anything anymore. Or he gets up to bat and he like misses. And now every time he sees a ball, he's like, Ugh, you know, like give him something he can get over. That's some real depth. That would be so much better. Cause it's like him being a pitcher and like him giving up a home run. It's like, it ha- that happens. What's happening? What's going yeah. on right now? Like nothing so, about Justin what Justin Verlander did. gave up four home runs in game one. Like there's, yeah, what, four home runs or something absurd in game one of the 2012 World Series. And Justin Verlander, at age almost 40, uh, just got a massive deal with the Mets and just won a Cy Young last year. So you'll have to forgive me if I don't think one bad game is going to be the thing that breaks a guy's career. I'm also, the central plot of the movie, there is, there is the stakes in this movie are so low. All, like, all over. And I mean, I get it. It's like, it's supposed to be low stakes. It's less, but like, Oh, the the stakes are so low. So here's, like here's the, I'm, I'm oh, going to interject ahead. a little hallmarky, like yes, awareness yes. into this, because this is a very classic hallmark structure. Hallmark, you could write a premise for a hallmark movie using an app. Um, you have to have two characters that have either known each other or will come to know each other. One is returning to a town or coming to a small town for a reason. Uh, this can change if it's exotic destination, like generic European country where somebody is a prince, or Vienna because they are performing in an opera house. But somebody is going to an unfamiliar place or a place they have not been to in some time. Here, the local person will be their guide through life in this place. You must have some kind of conflict between these two, either where there is a past they must overcome or an initial dislike of each other they must get over. Then you must introduce the Moppet. The Moppet in a Hallmark movie is one of three things. It is an adorable animal. It is a sweet old person giving guidance and wisdom. Or it is a small child. In this case, we get the nine-year, the eight or nine-year-old kid. The Moppet is a large factor in bringing the two together in some capacity. You get a third act understanding or breaking apart. In this case, our characters like, gee whiz, I got a job in Southern California. Bye, guys. I will no longer be attending the father-son baseball game. In spite of the rousing um, conversation I just had with my father, that literally made me cry. And then you have the return to one another, happily ever after, the end. That is the formula of every single Hallmark movie. You have to have two fun type jobs in place. In this case, we get pretty standard ones. Diner owner who wants to have a food truck, which is kind of a cute little twist. And professional baseball player. 
So it fits the Hallmark formula perfectly. It, it does. It does. I, I find the diner part, though. Okay. So one thing about small time diners, there is an inertia that you get that like keeps your baseline very high. So long as you're not giving people food poisoning, the fact that people can walk to your diner and have in the past means they're going to do that until they're in the ground. Mm -hmm. So the fact that she's failing so miserably is shocking. Like I, I would have, I would have expected it maybe like she tried to change it and it was like failing. And I like, I kind of like the idea of the food truck, but I'll agree with her smarmy, um, uh, was it Brett? Brett, sorry, Brett, you had your your namesake in this is. I didn't think Brett was that bad. Uh, he wasn't. I have a note in here that says, uh, "I don't know, maybe the insurance guy is on to something." <laughs> we all, I think, we all were, were watching it. Brett made good points. He was, was talking very about how, how most restaurant businesses fail in the first year, and those that make it through the first year fail in the second year. Also, and he's, a food everything truck. he was saying is correct. He loves pie. Like he was very like, I don't know. I felt like he felt very grateful. I, like I didn't love the pie splaining. I thought that yeah. was a little much. <laughs> I thought, you know what, Brett, keep the you pie know, to yourself. Brett's not a guy you want to have a beer with, but you know, he's like, he's not a bad person. Yeah. He he definitely has. I like he did have a, a line that I wrote down, which was uh too bad there's no baseball insurance. What? what? There's plenty of insurance in there baseball. Is, absolutely. You should get into that. There's a lot of money to be had in insuring baseball players. I guess not for the 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 game moment, but yeah, you'd be fine. Um, but no, he was he was absolutely correct. The whole like food truck thing. If you have a, a failing sit-down restaurant in a convenient location, the food truck of the same food, I mean, you only have yourself and two other staff who's running it Your my child? other question is like she doesn't have enough money to pay her last month's like mortgage payment or like loan payment where is the money to buy this truck which brett brings up as a good point like <laughs> she said make the money work and he's like it doesn't purchases this truck and meanwhile, like problematic that the guy at the bank is telling his brother who is in comp direct competition with her, telling his brother that she's missing payments. That's that guy should be fired. There's some illegal. Yeah, there's there's some. Yeah, that's, that's some a problem. Right there. That is some uh, stuff. The fact that we know she has not she's been in the red and has not been making her payments. I'm like, girl, maybe that is not a purchase for you. I also thought with the food truck that that would be a good opportunity to sort of change stuff up and potentially take the show on the road to SoCal with him. Like, oh, this is an opportunity to get break away from the, you know, you are stuck in this, like, you're not living your life. You're living your parents' life. And that's sort of a theme from, you know, I, I feel like that could be an interesting thing is do your own thing. Um, obviously that was a little bit much but like i don't know i thought that could have been cool that could have been fun you could have pulled it like obviously with her kid being in school it wouldn't have worked perfectly but you could have done like hey you know why why don't you go play and then we try to take this show on the road and mm -hmm. we can follow the you around where you're going and like test the food with like different cities blah 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 
It wasn't because they're in a small town. Exactly how many places are you going to go with a food truck in a small town that people aren't going to just go to your diner? It's in the central location. You just go to the diner. You're right there afterwards. Uh, Okay. Also um, setting. We go to this a couple of times. There is a fair baseball and fairs i don't it's just a match me in heaven except for this one i get it i'm not going to clown too much the, this they kept fair the budget low in, but it's in, in a april, community center april in community Ohio? center though it's in it's an indoor community center like a ymca and i just you just want one ferris wheel just like give me one ferris wheel even just like a matte painting in the background and just like force i know it costs too much it costs too much i'm not gonna i'm not gonna heart that I though I grant you, Darby. I just I just watched a Christmas movie on the weekend where they literally CGI'd in a snowman. I'm okay with bad CGI. Like I was I was watching it and I'm just like I'm just like that snowman is is generated. That snowman is not in this moment, and it wasn't like it was in the background. Like it was right in the foreground. This family was building a snowman, and I'm like that oh. is not a real snowman. Like you couldn't even come up with like a plastic one. Like we're really like a foam. You could do a foam. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, like, they go to this fair a couple of times. I'm so upset to the point of almost being enraged at the fact that we don't get the scene of him winning a stuffed animal by being a pitcher. That, it's it's a layup. What is happening? They, like, tease it, and he's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, what is going on? This is your only, or that could have been the thing with the yips, and he doesn't want to do it. And then later on, he's like, I did it, and then here's your giant teddy bear and like as like a triumphant yay it's so cute and a win how does that how do we not have how do we have a scene in a fair where it's all set up and there's like the the bottles and he can throw and knock them over and we don't do it and it's not like they don't show other scenes of, of andrew walker the actor they show him throwing a ball yeah like, he's throwing it he can clearly fake it it's, he's no Brendan Fraser. He's yeah. they're not having to cut. They don't have to immediately close. cut away. Like he has enough skill, he can do that. Um, so you know, I yeah, I, I'm I'm like it's it's such a tease. I'm like, just give me the scene. And I was like, okay, we didn't do it the first time. I'm like, okay, they're gonna do it. They're they're gonna go back. We're gonna get this. And I'm like, and then the movie ended, and I was like. Are we never going to get a fair scene of him pitching in the, ah, uh, it's, ah, uh, why yeah. not just give me that? I get the whole formula, but give me that. Give me that. It's like perfect. I'm still mad. I'm still fired up about it, guys. I'm still fired up about it. It's, it's a totally fine movie. It does have a couple, well, a couple issues. I mean, for me, a lot of it was like, damn, we really leaning really hard on gender stereotypes like mom and this is what killed me so jessica dated a baseball player who was obviously good enough like probably to get into a d1 school Mm -hmm. to be make it to the majors so she probably had to be around this guy talking about baseball watching baseball going to his baseball games 
guarantee she had exposure. They were watching baseball clips in the diner. And so yet she's helping her son practice and she has to Google, keep your eye on the ball. So bad. Such a bad coach. Fundamentally don't believe that somebody who had had that much historical exposure to the game wouldn't understand the bare basics like I can understand she'd be like you know kid I'm sorry my my throwing's not great or whatever but like here's the fundamentals like keep your eye on the ball head up choke up on the bat that's what I know but the fact that they made her like pull out a phone and like check a website it was embarrassing and then like she couldn't make a deal on the truck until she had him with her oh that was straight up yeah and all he did was be like oh yeah looks like the uh the uh struts are uh, not so great and the guy at the dealer's like oh, oh not the struts and she's like uh oh, sell it to me cheap like it would have been better if you brought he brought in the dad yeah the mechanic right? who's like the mechanic and be like you know like what does this fancy pants baseball player know about anything and then be like well my dad the mechanic in the town can and be like and somehow surprised that she takes the broken down truck too He's like, what what do we, it to? What There's no one mechanic. I'm like, well, it's a small town. I can guarantee this man is the only mechanic for miles. <laughs> Where else it. did you think she was going to oh. take it? Also, wouldn't you be offended if she took it to somebody else? I know. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm just taking money out of your dad's pocket. Like, damn, um, dad's good enough for your food truck. I, okay. There's a lot of, I felt like the relationship between um, the two leads I, I get the idea. I love I love the idea of like the the formula, right? Because you can you can really produce a lot of different things. You can really kind of keep going. I think it needed to have lean more into that formula because like if they're opposites attracting, like there's so many people in the town that like are treating Chase as like this hot shot big wig, like who's like oh you always were a big timer. It's like they're treating this 33 year old man like he's still 17 and he hasn't yeah. aged a day and we have not seen him act like that. So it's like what is happening? He like he just showed up and she is treating him like he's a 16 year old like when she last knew him in high school and it's like this is he doesn't deserve this. But also their past yeah. I wanted so much more like was there like did were they gonna get married and he like left? Was there something like bigger? Like it like if the kid was like, I don't know, 14 or 15, and there's like maybe like, oh, maybe they that's can't do that. Mine, and they that's too much. I know that's it's too, but like how good of a thing would that be if that was I think like, in any I other movie that could have been and, absolutely, yeah. In a whole which makes movie. the decision later to to give it all up and stay. Eh, that would be even bigger but i get i get that you can't you can't go that far but like make it more of like uh you broke my heart she really just instantly forgives him like yeah but they were just the high school sweethearts but like were they that serious they're watching the clips at the beginning and he's where, where she's just like i wouldn't even call him my ex like you know wesley's dad is an ex he was just my high school boyfriend and then she tells right. wesley oh we were just king and queen of this event together and she really downplays it with everybody else. And yet when he talks to her, she's like, you just never talk to me ever again. Like, I think if you'd had a line or two where it was like, I was supposed to like move out there and join you. And then you yeah. never called me and you never made that plan. And I sat here crying and had to pick up the pieces. And that's why I never left because everybody around me did. 
that's way more interesting emotionally. That's why I'm looking forward to your Hallmark movie. Uh, because that that right there is that's the that's the way to take what's there, not go too much crazier, but just make it more interesting. Like clearly that's the the conflict, right? It's they are known, they do know each other from the past and they have to overcome that to get mm-hmm. to the ending. But it just felt like not that serious or important in either of their lives. So it seems weird to be like, there's nothing to overcome. It was like, well, we were high school boyfriend and then and girlfriend and we left like you do and you yeah. just grow up. So I, it needed to be a little bit more of that. Like literally you got fame and then you just completely dropped me. And like, where was the plans that we made together? And it seemed like, it didn't seem like there were plans. It seemed like she was like, I'm happy here. And he's like, I'm not. And then they were like, well, we're 17. So we're, we have a lot of life together and 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 great like she moves on and he moves on and everybody's happy and but like that's not enough conflict that's not enough interesting thing to build up towards the end so yeah I I mean like I know where we're getting to but it's like you couldn't have given us a little bit more just a little more zest one of the other problems that I have with this is that like the two leads are very popular Hallmark actors like they've both been Andrew Walker and Nikki Deloach, they've both have been in a ton of Hallmark movies each. They're they're pretty standard contract Hallmark players. They have no chemistry with each other. And it, I think it's just a matter of a lot of times they're slotting people together that have never been together because people love the combos. Like that's another Hallmark thing. People are used to specific actors. And so they'll be like, oh, I wish I could see a movie with these two in it. I wish I could see a movie with my other two favorites in it. And that's how you end up with combinations. I think it's less of like a chemistry read between actors and more like, well, we haven't had Nikki and Andrew in a movie together. So let's, you know, pair them up on this one. And I think it's kind of unfortunate because I've seen both of them have really great chemistry with other actors but here it just fizzles. Like there's just Mm -hmm. no spark between them whatsoever. I I really just don't buy it. And like when it gets to the end, when like the dad, uh, American Cole Meany, as I like to call him, because I don't know if you if you're listening yeah, to yeah, this, yeah, you know actually, the actor Cole yes, Meany is yeah. from from Con Air and Star Trek. Um, yeah, American he's Cole Meany, Canadian Cole Meany. Is he? I thought he's Irish. He might be. This actor, I can almost guarantee you, is Canadian. Almost certainly, uh, the mayor of the town when he's doing this announcement. Oh, you're like, right. Cole Meany is definitely Irish. Why do I think he's Canadian? He must have been in things. That's really specific as an actor. He's been in things. things. He is one of those. But when when his dad is giving him his like list about how he could have been um, like NASCAR pit crew, right? And then he made a pro con list and the one on, or the the two two lists. And then the only thing on the other side was basically the mom. Great. I cried. I thought that was beautiful. I got choked up. Solid. Solid idea right there. But- when you get to that same bit for Chase and it's like, this is the one, like, this is the person. I'm like, is it, is it? What is, have we, we haven't shown this at all. And like, I we have not shown this at all. Because he's making that list and his parents aren't on it. <laughs> no, no, he's, they're not. He's so, making okay. a pro con list of reasons to stay in his hometown. And uh, his Jessica's on it. Wesley, the kid is on it. Wesley, the kid. That's it. That's the end of the list. Not his parents. The other side is career, salary, 
condo beaches there's a condo beaches new experiences connections it's the weird this guy needs to work on his pro list making yeah. it's really bad in, in um, the subcategory of socal yeah socal I'm versus still, i'm still falls. not over what's in parker falls this woman her kid and that's, that's it. it i can't think of another human being it's like not, Damn it, not, your dad just gave you the idea of the pro dad's the one who told like you to do this ago. and you're just like f you dad you're not on my list he is very you. he clearly does not like he 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 like comes up to start work on the fence and then leaves immediately because he's late for the game. Like, what were you, what are you doing all day? What do you have nothing to do? You're just I laying low. I think my favorite thing about the pro con list is the way that those scenes are edited because he's just like, dad, what would you do? And dad's like, make a list and then pick the girl. And then the next scene is him going to the diner going, guys, I'm going to go. I'm going to ditch you. I'm going to leave the father son game early. Uh, sorry, kid. I've decided that my career is more important than you. Bye. And leaves and then has like dinner with his parents. And his parents are like, you probably shouldn't go. This girl's good for you. And he's like, bye. And then the next scene is him standing watching random strangers play catch. And he's like, gee, I guess maybe I should write that list dad talked about and jots down the stupidest list I've ever seen in my life that is exactly the same as his dad said it would be. <laughs> except his parents aren't on it and he is then you know ready and good to go he's changed his mind he's gonna go to the father-son game so um i think let's take a quick break uh gather our thoughts before we humiliate this further we can save that for the second half <laughs> then we'll continue i don't even know if we can talk about the best baseball anyway we'll do our best all right so we talked a little kind of about how you know useless these characters are and how disconnected their love story is and i genuinely hope nobody connected with this movie ever actually listens to this podcast because i feel like hallmark people are, are inclined to listen to podcasts about their movies and i want to make it clear that we are marking this in terms of its you know worth and value as a baseball movie and not what it is i think as a hallmark romance which i think it's very above tier pretty standard hits all the marks for a good hallmark movie but as a baseball movie i think we can agree there is but one active baseball player we see in this film and it is we wesley um let's talk a little bit about wesley yeah wesley which is a terrible baseball name also yeah not a great baseball name uh he is bad He's not good. He's not good at this. I also find it very funny. Okay, so his mom's trying to teach him baseball, and she's very bad at it, uh, to a comical point. But then you have Chase, and he starts to, you know, help teach him, right? And so, like, great. But then she's still, like, the worst. Chase, like, how... Yeah, she's like, he's, it's like, he's eight. Don't warm him up. What? Like, why are you? You don't know baseball. That's been established. Just let the baseball player do the thing. Why are you telling him to hit home runs? Like, she's giving the weirdest advice I've ever heard. It's, and yeah, like this guy. And she's like, "Well, you, what do you know about coaching?" And I'm like, "He's literally been with the best managers in the world." Like you, and you have already proven that you are not that 
good yeah, at it. So you are asking help. Manager Google, that's for sure. It's that was like really bothered me. Um, eventually, through lots of sessions, uh, he was able to like get a ground ball, make some contact, and not get knocked fully over after multiple scenes of him being knocked over. Solid, I guess, physical acting from that kid. Um, but yeah, it's definitely one of those like really bad, uncoordinated, like Airbud three type of scenarios where you're like, geez, how have you not just like picked up a baseball or have friends? That's the other thing. We don't see a single friend for this kid. You like, see where him is a friend? A with the rest of the team. And mm-hmm. he like peripherally mentions other kids. But I feel like the problem there is that they, it was a Canadian production, right? No offense to Canadian productions. Um, they probably couldn't afford another child actor yeah. for any great length of time outside of group extra scenes. Um, so a kid with like spoken lines, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that one bully was like, hey, your mom's teaching you baseball. And it's like, wow, really? Yeah, we paid, we paid that kid a day rate. We can't do that again. <laughs> that, that burned a lot of budget. That was their throwing at the buckets budget right there. Yeah. They had one or the other. They couldn't afford both. Um, yeah, we don't see any baseball being played actively. We see yeah, you like, see like you a know, clip playing of catch. him throwing the big pitch on TV. Mm-hmm. Very much in the distance on the screen up in the corner. So you never really see, you get like a clip of the hit. Um, you get him going, oh, gee whiz, golly, I sure did give that pitch up. Whoops. And that's it for professional <laughs> baseball. Yeah, that's, that's all it. we see. We, we only get the agent occasionally in his office, um, d- barely doing anything. Um, I also feel like, so we get to the end of the movie and he makes the choice to give up his playing career, which I st- strongly, strongly disagree with. He's got a couple of years of manageable ball left to ch- just get your 750 or 1 million bucks that's like you can get two more that's two million dollars and guess what if you want to be with this girl her she's failing on her rent i know that they made it into a fancy restaurant in this small town random italian restaurant somehow awful to awful decision brett completely disregarded disastrous disastrous choice but you make this choice why wouldn't you just want to be like okay i'm gonna be with you but like i'm gonna be away for the summer but you can come with me with the food truck blah 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 and guess what? I'm only got like a couple of years left. I'm clearly down at the end. Let's let's let me do finish this off, get some more money because this is the clearly the best thing I can do to make money, and then then we can go back to the small town and do all that. Like just it's like two more years. It's not like and then a you lifetime ahead of them. Feed off of the like the interest of the money he's making. You can feed off of his good name because he will have rebuilt his fame. Like mm-hmm. they're already drawing a crowd when he's working in the food truck. They can, you know, rename it, you know, whatever the hell, Chase's food truck. I don't know, really just like lean right into that. Um, but no, I think my favorite part about this is that when he gets the job offer that his, his, his agent pitches as, hey, somebody wants you. At no point in that conversation does his agent make it clear that this Southern California team does not want him to play. They that's never mentioned. It's very heavily implied that he will continue his playing career. Everyone's very excited for him. It's his second chance. 
And then at the end, we get out onto the field and he's just like, well, as it turns out, they uh, didn't actually want me to play. They wanted me to be the pitching coach, which one, why? If everybody's so down on your pitching because of one grand slam, why would they hire you to be a pitching coach? Two, he then counter offers the fake angels and says, hey, instead of being your pitching coach, I'll be a scout in the Midwest. Because those are two jobs you can interchange. Those are things that you can just be like, no, no, I will turn down this lucrative coaching job to go sit in the bleachers at, you know, college baseball games in Ohio. And be gone way more. Mm, Not according to him, because according to him, a scout for a major league baseball team gets to make their own schedule. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally have enough time to coach the little league team he's gonna scout the hell out of parker falls if i've learned anything (laughs) from trouble with the curve it is that dads who are baseball scouts are terrible dads and are never around and ruin their children's lives so the trouble with the curve has taught me one thing and that is it I, i think when you agree to like become a regional scout you just agree to like live off of room temperature pizza and bush light and cigarettes like that's your diet you, live you in agreed a you, for you took this job this <laughs> is it is the level of clearly the the writers weren't really aware of like what a scout does because like it is not a glamorous life it is a grind like brett is saying it's also one where you are not making your own hours you are like oh by the way this kid that we kind of sort of like maybe we'll take him in the 39th round just so we have like some coverage he's playing at this like community college uh down the road go go see him there like oh this guy's at a summer league game like it's like it's you're gonna go to a freaking parking lot doesn't even have a outfield fence and scout like that's your that's your life that is your life you are not gonna be unless you're the Parker Falls, that small town. Like, you're going to not make sure that we let a guy get through there that we want to get. But guys, he's Insane. got an eye for talent because he can see that Wesley is a great baseball player. <laughs> Wesley, who that hit two, two base hits in the entire game, one of them off a pitch he threw to himself. The Southern <laughs> California team is just... I mean, it's obviously the Angels, given this, yes, this, this, this level of yeah. poor management. Is the clearly... Angels want this man to be a pitching coach for Shohei Otani. <laughs> Mike, Mike Trout should request a trade just from the implications of this movie. Be like, you know what? This is too accurate. I'm out of here. You got to get me out of here. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, it's not it, minor league stadium nearby Parker Falls or whatever in Parker Falls. Who cares? It's a make believe place. Probably. I don't know. Uh, I haven't looked it up, but if, if it's like, there's a minor league team there and the angels want him to be the pitching coach for their single a affiliate in this middle of no, there you go. Now that he's around and you're there for like half the year and you're a minor league pitching coach and you travel whatever. a little bit, but it's all to stadiums that are nearby. It, it's within. Yeah. It's, it's you know they're not doing like, that much. I would even say a great way to do it. Forget being part of like a major league franchise. Say scrap little league. This town has a like American association team. Mm, That's mm -hmm. like, you know, the Parker falls pandas 
and they're terrible and they're always losing and she wants to start like a food stand at the stadium but the the team is no good and they'll never make any money because nobody turns out and he's like well you know i've decided that instead of going to be a pitching coach in southern california i'm going to take the the manager's job of the parker falls pandas and the next season you see that they're like the american association champions and everybody's turning out to games and her like you know offshoot food stall at the stadium is doing gangbusters that wraps everything up neat little package mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's a couple of ways they could have done this that doesn't add a production value or cost or anything like that it doesn't add anything to the bottom line to so just just tighten up the script a little bit like just a little bit but yeah so i hope uh chase is happy being a midwest regional scout the non-affiliated angle you could at least have like the down on their luck players being really bad, mm-hmm. bumbling in the field, you know, like you could Very have fun. had some baseball in your baseball movie. Fun humor. And then you could have the the kid, Wesley, be like the ball, the, you know, bat boy or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, and he like you wants know. to try out for his little league team, but he's not very good. And so yeah. they practice with the guys. The and whole the guy team. Like yes. Coaching skills with him. And like, yes. he's like the mascot for them. And like, they feel like he's a cheerleader and he makes the team and the whole team celebrates because of how great it was. Mm-hmm. I've already made a better movie. There you go. So let's just whip another one out there. Hallmark, while you're on the line, let's go. We got okay. this. Second one. Uh, like, like Savannah Bananas type of scenario, right? Like it's like Absolutely. fun, indie league. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, so that was a perfect catch. Um. I'm going to see if I have any more snark. Any notes, Brett, do you have any as well? Like, I don't think, I think this one probably uh, blurred the line the most between like what is and what isn't a baseball movie. Um, (laughs) Not sure if this qualifies, but my only other more baseball in this than some of the other movies we've seen. My only other note is that he finds out his girlfriend has left him uh, or is cheating on him because uh, of a tabloid article. And it's with one of his former teammates. And he says that, I guess she wanted to be with the winning team. And I said, ex-girlfriend wants to be on the winning team, but she went to Miami, lol. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, man, yeah, it was, um, it was bland. It was really bland. It's perfectly watchable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's inoffensive. It's it's very much like G-rated. If you've ever, if anybody has ever watched a Hallmark movie, it's very much a Hallmark movie um yeah so no chemistry between the leads no baseball to speak of so we can't even really grade the baseball because mm-hmm. quite frankly the only baseball you get is small child being bad um <laughs> montage of him getting hit in the butt with a baseball <laughs> at one point. Um, classic comedy mom hitting the kid with a baseball yeah classic uh and then like two very brief scenes of baseball on a television so the baseball in this movie is not good because it doesn't exist there's a lot of baseball phrases they just say baseball phrases most of them don't exist as baseball phrases like yeah what was it if you're struggling you need to mix the lineup up oh no no I i have it i have it it's if the batting order isn't working time to switch it up not an expression that's what are you talking about I guess you do mix up a batting order, but like what? That's not like, it might some... be a thing that people do, but nobody goes around saying that. Friends, that's like, how Kevin Cash lives his life. 
<laughs> yeah he's from just one batting order to the next he's very much you know fast and the furious living his life one quarter mile at a time but one batting order to the next <laughs> one batting order at a time yeah. one thing to note and this is i i don't you know I, this is just if you are watching it if you decide decide to watch this i want you to watch the headrests in chase's car every time he's in there because they are constantly <laughs> up and down between every shot which obviously you shoot and then you you know kind of piece it all together but like why are they up at all why are they down at all but like in the scene uh, with the the police officer they're there it's up it's down it's up it's down every other shot to him and i just i would like to believe that he is like while talking to him just like fidgeting with that the passenger one is up at one point and then down another line nobody's got into that car uh yeah that's haunted it's a haunted car that's an interesting person that's an interesting haunted car yeah oh I, I think i just didn't believe at any point that he was a major league baseball player um, didn't really seem interested in baseball and, and i don't know maybe he had made that decision after the last season that did like i'm not really into this anymore because he didn't seem eager from the start and like getting a new deal he would ask his agent if he got one but then like he's not working out uh, when he is coaching baseball uh he's wearing like again jeans and like dress shoes and it's like buddy you've got mountains of like team issued gear like t-shirts and shorts <laughs> you're here in jeans again just didn't seem like a you're right but like that could Football have been solved player. so easily with scenes where even when he's talking to his agent he could have been like well you know what's the deal with new york they just like that reliever just retired i could totally do a change of roles um I would, I would like almost reverse it like maybe he's fallen out of love with baseball but like there's pressure from his family and like the town like oh you got to keep representing good old parker falls don't retire there's like three teams in a bidding war for him and he turns them all down to stay at home that would be more interesting than what we got. It's yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, I wouldn't want to be a coach either when you when you think you still have uh, some mileage left. Do we want to try and pick somebody? Yeah, so okay. The, to conclude this, this is going to be the biggest challenge is our normal scenario of picking a baseball player to add or somebody to add to the Tampa Bay Rays organization from this I'm, movie. I'm going to pick the guy that hit the grand slam off of Chase. In the oh, there you go. The in game Series. seven of the World Series. Nameless uh, batter that walked <laughs> off a winner. That is that is a winner. I like it. Nameless batter who took Chase. Uh, him deep. Tainer. Jace Tainer deep. All right. Brett. Tainer. Um, how do you. I I think I've got to go with Chase Tainer. Um, I'll take him as a player, though. Like you said, he was pitching in the World Series, right? He's worth a look. Like, whoever, whatever team made it to the World Series was using him. So, yeah, um, force him out of retirement. You know, he can – there's beaches. And he, he, that was on his list of pros. We got beaches on the – There are condos in Florida. Condos. Yeah connections experiences less state income tax salary come on come on chase tainer um i don't know maybe it would have been a lure for um his his companion and her son so uh yeah i'll go they they got food trucks in florida they got food trucks i know i'll go with uh with chase tainer come on down get i would like to point out in the race pitching lab that you know in my perfect catch 
my single mom and her kid live in florida there you go. Live in Lakeland, which why would anybody want to? Sorry, Lakeland. Lakeland with all the beautiful beaches. Beautiful beaches in Lakeland. I see it in for love of the game. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> Geography. Not great for baseball movies. Yeah. Um tell me you I am gonna I am gonna take neither of these baseball players. Definitely not taking that agent. Okay, sucks. You're gonna take Wesley because um, that's a bold move. Definitely not taking Wesley. I do not see or hear as the, the, the true the, scouts, yeah, as the true scouts you. go. Um, no, I am taking Brett Thompson, who showed a good acumen for business decisions. And guess what? There's two sides to a baseball front office. It is not just all the analytics and the front office and the GMs and the wheeling and dealing. There is a business to be run. You need to figure out how to run concessions. You need to, to reach out to the, uh, the local um, business leaders. And guess what? You also, the Rays need a new stadium. They need to deal. There is so much on the business side that is big and you just get Brett and a full apple pie, get him into that room. And the Rays will have a new stadium by that afternoon. I want me some Brett Thompson tax or uh, insurance man. I think he has a good business acumen. Get him in there. So is he replacing uh, Brian Ald in this scenario, or is he just on he's he's part of the Ald team, okay. uh, just unleashing on on the world? When Ald's, it, it's good cop pie cop. You just you see bring him in, and suddenly <laughs> oh. now oh, no. he's like, show him the pie, Brett. Show him the pie. You got this. Oh, and then he just slices the pieces. Your, and, uh, vocal yeah. spikes, Brett. My apologies. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was not expecting. <laughs> no, I'm I, I'm very much on board with that though, Darby. I I, I kind of liked Brett, and uh, <laughs> again, you know, he's very straightforward. He's very blunt. Doesn't pull his punches, but the guy's right a lot of the time. Exciting. He was also very passionate about his job. He was yeah. just bringing up insurance at every chance he could get. That man, it clearly is passionate about his career, and I like that. Yeah, he's very calm. Like he said, people always need insurance. <laughs> and he was very interested in baseball insurance being a thing. So yeah, you're right. That's a good fit. Just seems That's... like a practical guy. Baseball careers come and go. Insurance is forever. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that's good. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> if you're so inclined, archive.org. I think that's what it was. It's of a dot org, you know, it's like a legit site of some variety. I don't know. It doesn't count as pirating if it's on a, a learning site. Um, <laughs> it's for learning. We learned. Um, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to watch it, we did learn. I will say, we, we got a lot. It's not a lot about baseball. We got a lot more juice out of out of this movie for this podcast than I was expecting when I watched. So, I thank you guys because. <laughs> We did a solid hour and it was not, yeah. there was not much to talk about in that movie. Which is almost as long as the movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One more thing. One more thing. No, one more thing. I felt the, the um, commercial breaks were very like poorly timed and kind of jarring. I don't know. A couple of times I'm like, oh, that didn't really end smoothly. Cut to commercial. Yeah. That is uh, not uncommon. <laughs> All right. Um, well, this is, I believe, I don't like, because I don't know when this is airing. You'll probably might hear it in the new year. 
Uh, it is our last podcast of 2022. Um, we would love to hear from you guys if there are baseball movies we haven't covered yet or ones we have covered you would like us to revisit. Um, do let us know. We are on Twitter as long as Twitter exists. Um, it's the best I can I can tell you. Uh, I'm at 90 feet from home. Uh, Darby, you're at Darby Robinson? Darby underscore Robinson. Darby underscore Robinson. And Brett, you're B Rutherford 99? BG Rutherford 99. Oh, what's the G stand for? My, my, my middle initial, Gage. Oh, I like that. Ooh. That is far more, in, I'm a Marie. Very, very interesting not at all gauge. Like same it. as my mother. Oh, that's a good Jolly old Saint Nick for the middle Nick middle Nicholas. Nicholas. That's good. Yeah. It's a good Christmas right. name. This is a good a good uh Easter egg for the end of the podcast. Everyone knows our middle initials. <laughs> now we go around and say mother's maiden. Now we name. know who the real fans <laughs> are. The real fans know our middle <laughs> names. Um anyway, uh was awesome doing podcasts for you guys in the year 2022 uh we will continue the podcast in 2023 there are still plenty of terrible baseball movies to be watched but if we haven't done your favorite bad one let us know and we will add it to the list otherwise you're going to get like bad news bears go to japan and uh <laughs> major league three back to the minors both of which we have to do so with that uh we have been the, what is the name of our podcast? Uh, who's on worst? <laughs> who's on worst? <laughs> What's on second? It's been a while. It's been a while. I promise you there's not alcohol in this beverage, but uh, it's been a very long year. So we've been who's on worst. We will see you guys next year or this year, depending on when you are listening to it. Uh, been a slice. Thank you so much. And goodbye. Goodbye.